That was just my mic check. We good? All right, well, it's hard to believe another year is here. Some of you didn't think you'd make it, but here you are. Congratulations, you made it to 2013. I just want to thank Eddie for putting that video together. It was uh, What you just watched was a video of some of the things that we've done, and, and uh, some of you don't even know or realize that outside of what we do here on Sunday, there's a ton of things that go on here at the church, and you're not in some of these pictures because you need to get plugged in. You need to get involved. You need to get your kids involved, get your families involved, and I'm telling you the truth. If you do that, your life and your family's life will never be the same again. As you walked into the service this morning, you probably got a bulletin, and inside the bulletin, there is a postcard. It's a yellowish postcard. If you can pull that out right now, and if you don't have a postcard, if you could just put your hand up, and Faustin, are you here? Or one of the ushers will come by and get you a postcard. The front of the card looks like this, and there is an area for you to fill in your name and your address. And uh, Jimmy, if you can play some postcard filling out music for us, that would be great. And give you just a couple minutes to uh, to fill that in your name your address all right and the back of the postcard looks like this what you see up there on the screen and there are about five questions on it that we want you to fill out we're just going to take a few minutes to do that right now. Answer these questions as specifically as you can. The first question is, what was the best and worst of 2012 for you? What are you looking forward to in 2013? The third question, if you have a New Year's resolution, you can fill that in. If you don't, don't worry about it. And we're really only concerned with the last two questions here. My big, bold prayer for 2013 is maybe it's going on a missions trip. Maybe it's giving more. Maybe it's doing more. Maybe your big, bold prayer is to give you courage to talk to Pastor Selwyn or Pastor Rennie about getting plugged into ministry. Or maybe your big, bold prayer is for some strength to help you quit some bad habit or help you start a new good habit. And the fifth question on the postcard is, how will you love people to life in 2013? Now, loving people to life is our mission at Glad Tidings. This is not Pastor Selwyn or Pastor Rennie's mission. This is not the mission of the leadership team here. If you consider yourself a part of the body of this church, a part of this local church, then this is your mission. So what will you do in 2013 to love people to life? Let's take a few moments right now and just fill in your responses.
All right, I think some people are finishing up, and if you're not done, you can um, you can finish that up a little bit later on. Uh, if you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to John chapter 15, verse 1. John chapter 15 and verse 1. And, uh, and before we get into this portion of Scripture, I just want to tell you a little bit about John and his intentions when he writes this gospel. Uh, you know, John has this uh, special advantage in that he is a, a direct eyewitness to the Lord Jesus, and he is one of Jesus' original followers. And so when John is writing his book, he's out to prove almost in every single chapter that Jesus is God. Right? You see it right from one one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Right? And what he's saying is Jesus was there before the foundations of the world, and if Jesus is there before anything happened, it means that he is God. Right? And so John is out to prove that Jesus is God. And the other thing that John is trying to prove as well is that Anyone who believes in Jesus will have eternal life. But this life isn't something that should be experienced after the second coming. But knowing Jesus and having a full relationship with him gives you a full life of joy and a life worth living. And there are some people here this morning who don't understand what that means. And all I'm saying is that it's not enough for you to ask Jesus to come and live in your heart and believe that he is God and just to believe that you're going to be with him someday in heaven. But if you want to have a full life here and now, you need to develop a real relationship with Jesus. And if you do that, your life will never be the same again. So in the book of John, Jesus proves that he is God by a few phrases that are repeated throughout John's book. John says, or Jesus says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way. I am the only way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And now, we come to our challenge for today and for this new year in John 15, verse 1, where Jesus says, I am the vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. And every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it might bear more fruit. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and cast them into the fire. And they are burned. As you, uh, as you were thinking about all of the things that happened to you this last year, what, what sort of year was it for you? 
For some people here, this has been a year to cherish. Maybe you had new kids or new jobs, new opportunities, new lives in Jesus, right? And for others, this may have been a year to forget. Maybe you were diagnosed with some sort of illness. Maybe, maybe you lost a loved one. For some of us, as we look back at 2012, this was kind of a different sort of a year because we experienced some drawing away from Jesus. Maybe when you look back at 2012, um, you feel a little bit tired in your spiritual life. Or maybe you felt a little bit dry, a little bit empty in your spiritual life. Have you ever felt tired in your spiritual life? Have you ever felt dry and empty in your spiritual life? I'm glad Dave came up and was pretty transparent with us saying that, man, I really didn't feel like being here today. I've been there. I know Pastor Selwyn's been there. I know you have been there. We've all been in these situations where we just feel tired or, or empty in our spiritual lives. And if that's you today, I want to just remind you that following Jesus isn't easy. Following Jesus is incredibly hard, but it's a learning process, right? It's a, it's a growth process, and our growth is always dependent on our connection with Jesus. And so I want to ask you this question this morning in dealing with that. How is your connection to God today? Would you say that you have a strong connection with Jesus? Would you say that your connection with Jesus isn't as strong as it should be? Some of you might be honest with yourself and you would be able to say, there's actually a disconnect between me and God this morning. Today, when you walked into, into the church, you would have passed by this really big tree that's outside the main doors. And a few years ago, if you were to look at the tree from a distance, it looked healthy. It looked strong. It looked fine. It looked like there was nothing wrong with this tree. And a few years ago, we took a picture of the inside of one of these branches Jimmy, you can go to the next slide. And this is the picture of the inside of one of these branches. What do you notice? Well, if you look closely, this branch is rotted all the way through. See, at the time, you wouldn't even notice that this tree isn't well. But the truth is the tree for some time had been unhealthy. In fact, many of these branches were dead and dying. It got to a point where our trustees had to go out and remove many of these unhealthy branches. In Isaiah 27, God speaks to the nation of Israel, and he says, My people, they're like dead branches, broken off, and they're used to burn underneath the, pro and underneath the pots. In other words, he's saying, man, these people, they look normal on the outside. They look fine. On the outside, the people look like they have their act together, but inside, they're rotting away and they're dying. And they're dying because they lack any sort of genuine connection with God. And so now in the New Testament, Jesus shows up on the scene and he uses the same sort of imagery and he says, I am the vine. 
and you are the branches, and the branch that remains in me will have much fruit. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it would bear more fruit. So abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. So why are those people like dead branches? Why are they like dry branches? Isn't it because they didn't remain in the vine? You know, people who feel as though they're rotting inside and empty inside, don't they feel this way because they're not attached to the vine? In your life and in my life too, if we fail to abide in Jesus Christ, if we fail to have a vital connection with Jesus, we are going to be like those branches on our tree outside. Eventually, we are going to dry out. Eventually, we are going to rot away. Eventually, we are going to start to die. And we won't even stand a chance when the wind and the rains and the storm comes. We are going to snap at the smallest gust of wind. You ever watched National Geographic? A lot of times they show these pictures of these children who you can see the hollow of their eye sockets. You can see that they have thin arms and thin legs. They're tired and they have these withered bodies. And you begin to ask these questions, you know, why are these kids suffering this way? Why do these kids even look like that? Well, it's because these kids are starving, right? They are starving. They don't have enough food or drink that's needed for life. Right? It's because they don't have enough sustenance to give them the energy and vitality that their bones and ligaments and muscles and organs need. And I want to tell you this morning that this is the same thing that will happen to our inner man. Right? If our outer man doesn't get the food and drink it needs to live and be whole and to be well in the same way, if the inner man of your spirit doesn't get the water of the Holy Spirit and the food from the Word of God, then your inner inner man will become thin and weak and doubled over in weakness and in pain. I am the vine, Jesus says, and you are the branches. And the branch that remains in me will bear much fruit. Jesus goes on to say that if we fail to abide in him as a branch abides in the vine, we won't be able to bear any fruit at all. You see, if you want to be a person who bears fruit, it means that you're getting the minerals from the vine. If you want to be a person who bears a lot of fruit, it means that you're getting some liquids. It means that you're getting the water that comes from the vine. It means that there is a life-giving force that is coming into you from the vine. It means that there is a life-giving force that is coming into you from Jesus himself. And if you are abiding in the vine, if you are in the vine, if you are touching the vine, if you are getting that life-giving flow from the vine, then you are going to be a Christ follower who has a lot of fruit. But if you separate yourself from the vine, what is going to happen to you? You're going to become weak. You will dry out. 
you're going to be, begin to rot from the inside out. And not only will you not produce any fruit, you're not even going to bear a leaf. And the harsh reality is that those who become unproductive, those who turn away from following Jesus, they're just going to be separated from the vine. And unproductive followers are as good as dead. You know, I'm sure most of us, when we picked up that postcard and began to read it, began to think, began to fill out what we're planning for in the new year, a lot of us have these resolutions to grow more in the Lord. And I want to tell you this morning, if we truly want to grow in our relationship with Jesus in 2013, then as the branch, we need to stay connected, right? As the branch, we need to be connected to the vine. If we want to grow in 2013, we need to be connected to Jesus. And what that means is that we need to take God's communication very very seriously. We need to not only hear the Word of God, we need to learn the Word of God. We need to seek Him on a consistent basis, and we need to do our best to go to the places where we feel Him telling us to go, to do the things we feel Him telling us to do, to speak to the people that we feel He's asking us to speak to, to say the things that we feel He's asking us to say, to be the person He is asking us to be. So I want to ask you a question this morning. How long has it been since you prayed to him seriously? How long has it been since you opened up your mouth and talked to him, and told him about your anxieties and told him about your needs and told him about your struggles and told him about your sins, told him about your joys? How long has it been since you talked to him about the acclaims that you're experiencing? How long has it been since you thanked him for all of the things that you went through over the course of this last year? How long has it been since you bent your knee and raised your hand in true worship before the Lord? How long, how long has it been? You know, years ago, there was this one branch that was sticking out of our tree that was hanging over the handicapped spot in our front lot, and it was an unhealthy branch, and so I think it was Pastor Greg and Pastor Selwyn who went out to cut this branch off, and uh, I think it was Pastor Selwyn, it may have been Mike, they climbed the tree, and when he was done cutting the branch, all of this water just poured out. Um, this branch had dried up, it had rotted from the inside out. There was all this water that accumulated over months of rain, and it just poured out at the point where they cut that branch. And basically what happened is this branch rejected the life-giving flow that was offered by the trunk of this tree. And instead of receiving the minerals and the nourishment offered by the trunk, all of the water just poured out of this branch and rendered this branch useless. And so you see, if you don't worship, and if you don't pray, and if you don't have any connection to the Word of God, how can you expect to bear any kind of fruit? 
How can you expect to have a full and exciting and abundant life? If you don't worship and if you don't pray and if you don't meditate on the word of God, what you're doing is you are rejecting the life-giving flow that is offered to you by the Lord Jesus. So this morning, I want you to know that you need to be connected to the vine. You need to be connected to the one who sustains us. You need to be connected to the one who provides for us. You need to be connected to the one who cares about every single thing that is going on in your life right now. You need to be connected to the one who gives us life. You need to be connected to Jesus. In 2013, you and I, we cannot be satisfied coming to church on, on Sunday and not opening a line of communication with the Lord on Monday to Saturday. But in this new year, if we would just spend some time with the Lord, we would, we would receive direction when we felt lost. If we would just spend some time with the Lord, we would receive strength in our time of weakness. If we would spend some time connecting with the Lord, we would have a sense of peace in the midst of the storm. But if we are disconnected, the next time the rain comes, the next time that storm comes, the next time the slightest wind blows, you will be the branch that breaks off the tree because you don't have the sustaining power that's available to you from the vine. If we are not connected to Jesus in prayer, we are going to dry up. If we are not connected to Jesus in worship, we're going to begin to rot. If we are not connected to Jesus in his word, the next time the rain comes, we are going to snap. Because the storms will come. The rains will fall. The winds will blow. The challenge this morning from the Lord is clear. If you want God to do some amazing things in your life in 2013, if you want to see God do some miraculous things in your family, if you want to see God do some extraordinary new things here at Glad Tidings, then get reconnected to the Word of God. I don't know what God has been speaking to you about over the course of these last few days, over the course of this last week as we've ended 2012 and began to, to start this new year in 2013. I don't know what the Lord is challenging you with, but you know the things that God is asking you to do. You know the things that God is convicting you of. You know the places where God is asking you to go to. You know the people that God wants you to speak to. You know the issues that God is speaking to you about that God wants to deal with in your own life. And I urge you today, I want to tell you today as a branch, stay connected to the vine that is Jesus Christ. Stay connected so that you don't dry out. Stay connected so that you ro won't rot away. Stay connected so that when the rains come and when the storms come, when the unexpected, unpredictable, 
harsh storms from this world comes, you won't be the one who breaks off the vine. Stay connected to Jesus. This morning, I'm going to ask if our deacons and our prayer team, if you would come and make yourself available here at the altar. This morning, let us together make a resolution to stay connected to Jesus. Because when you are connected to Him, He will speak to you. When you are connected to Him, He will lead you. When you are connected to Him, He will direct you. He will give you His life. He will give you His strength. He will give you His power. And it's only when you are connected to Him that you're really going to grow in this year to come. If there's any disconnect between you and God this morning, you need to fix that. Before you leave this sanctuary this morning, you need to fix any disconnect that's between you and the Lord today. Whatever the cause of the disconnect, maybe it's unbelief or lust or anger or pride, maybe it's jealousy or unforgiveness. If there's something in your heart that is causing some disconnect between you and God, you need to fix it. This morning, we need to reconnect with God so that we can continue to grow in our walk with the Lord. We need to reconnect with God so God can use us in ways that he's never used us before. We need to reconnect with God so God can work and move and allow his love to shine through in our life so that we can help mend broken hearts. We need to reconnect with God so that his light in us would shine in such a way that the lost would be found. We need to reconnect with God this morning so that his power would flow through us and so that we would see the dead rise again. We have so much further to go in God. I don't know about you, but I'm not satisfied with leaving my life with how it ended in 2012. I want more of the Lord in 2013. I want to see some new things in 2013. I want to experience some new things with the Lord in 2013. I need to get deeper with the Lord in 2013. The Lord wants to take you so much further. The Lord wants to take your family so much further. The Lord wants to take us as a church so much further, but we need to learn to follow the things that we've heard. We need to learn to trust in the Lord. We need to learn to depend on Him even more. We need to stay connected to God in worship. We need to reconnect to God in His Word. We need to reconnect to God in our, in our prayer lives. You know, we can come to church and fool everybody. We can look like we're okay on the outside. But inside, there's an emptiness and a tiredness and a dryness where we're beginning to rot away. And this is why when there's a storm raging, we fall down so easily. And this is why when there's a storm raging, we snap and we break. And the Lord is reminding us this morning, just stay, stay connected to me. Stay connected to me. 
Because it's only when I am in you, it's only when my words are in you, it's only when my spirit flows so freely through you that you will be a fruit-bearing branch. Do you want to have love and joy and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control? Do you want all of these things evident in your life? If you do, abide in me. Let my words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish. It will be done for you. My, my Father is glorified by this, that you would bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. And just as the Father has loved me, I also love you. So abide in my love. These things I have spoken to you, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy would be made full. So let us strive together in our connection with Jesus to be fruit-bearing Christ followers. Let's not be satisfied with what God did for us yesterday. Let's not be satisfied coming to meet Jesus on Sundays and having nothing to do with him on Monday through Saturday. And this morning, we say, come, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come and do a work in me that is new and different and bold and exciting. Come and do something that we've never experienced before. Come and do something in our families that our family has never experienced before. Come and let your presence, let you be an ever-present help in our times of sickness and sorrow. And, and God, come and help me feel your presence in my workplace Help me to feel your presence in my school. Help me to feel your presence in my neighborhoods. So come, Lord Jesus. Do a greater work in me than you did last year. So this morning, we're going to close the service a little bit differently. Today, we want you to go out starting this new year with a member of our prayer team, anointing you with oil and sending you out. You know, there isn't a single person here who couldn't use prayer for a need or prayer for a blessing over your life this year. So I'm going to ask the prayer team if you would anoint each person with oil, spend just a few moments with each person, pray, pray a blessing of protection, pray, pray provision and health over their lives. And folks, after you've been prayed for, you can either put your postcard in, in one of these baskets here at the front and what we're going to do is we're going to mail back these postcards to you in about six months. Or you can hold on to your postcard as a reminder of the plans you have for 2013 and what you want to do for the kingdom this year. So our AV team is going to play some worship music for us. And as soon as the music begins, I'm going to ask you if you would just come down these center aisles. And you're welcome to return to your seat after that time and spend some more time reconnecting with the Lord Jesus. And if you need to leave, we ask you would leave quietly. We're going to ask everyone to make your way down, come and be prayed for, reconnect with the Lord this morning. Would you stand to your feet today? Begin to pray where you are at your seat. God bless you this morning. We love you guys. We look forward to the great and amazing things that God has in store for us 
in 2013. You can come down to a prayer team person at this time. Thank you. if you would come and help us here at the altar pray pray with some people Ritho Ritho can you come on this Christmas tree side and start praying with some people